chopped his head off and I hide it in the pond. We giggled. Probably that'd not be a sin at all, I said. Probably you'd go straight to heaven for getting rid of a thing like mouldy. Course you would, said Geordie. The whole world'd be better off without things like mouldy. Aye. We were quiet while we thought of mouldy. We listened to the noises in the quarry. You seen how big he's getting, I said. Aye. Bloody hell, I whispered. Aye. Bloody hell. He's turning into a monster. There was no mystery. It turned out the kid was called Stephen Rose. He was from Whitley Bay. He was just a bit older than us. The story was he'd gone away to Bennett College to train to be a priest. He went when he was eleven, which wasn't strange back then in the 1960s. We knew loads of lads that did it. Like many of them, though, Stephen couldn't stand it and he came back out again two or three years later. He'd just been home a month when his dad dropped dead with a stroke. Then his mother went mad and was taken away in the middle of a stormy night to Prudhoe. Stephen was all alone. The poor Clares were going to take him in. Then somehow they found out there was a distant aunt, Crazy Mary, up here in Felling, and so he came to her. The plan was that his mother would be out soon. They'd set up home down at the coast again. Everything would settle down again. But when I heard my parents on about it, it seemed there wouldn't be much chance of that. They'd heard she was truly balmy. She'd gone way, way round the bend. Worse than Crazy Mary, I said. Mam glared at me. Don't call the poor woman that, she said. She's just a devout and troubled soul. Sorry, I said. You don't know how lucky you are, she said. There but for the grace of God. What? I groaned. You worried about me sanity, mother? I twisted my mouth and stuck my tongue out and drooled. Stop it, she snapped. Don't tempt fate. She crossed herself. Maybe we should call her Holy Mary, she said. Have you seen anybody else so devout? Anybody else that prays so hard? Anybody else so filled with yearning? I shook my head. Well then, she said. Did you know there's stories that there's saints in Mary's past? Saints? We're back in her family, back in Ireland, where the Doonans came from long ago. Dad laughed. In the olden days, he said, when saints walked in every village and an angel sat in every tree. At first we hardly saw Stephen Rose. He didn't turn up at school like we'd expected him to. Mam said he must still be grieving, poor Ben. Dad said, aye, he'd been through too much for a young'un. Geordie reckoned there was something dead weird about him. Geordie knew somebody that lived just down the street from Crazy. They'd seen Stephen in the garden at night, staring up at the moon. At the moon, I said. Aye, he grinned, like he was moon-bathing, like he'd mixed the sun up with the moon. Have you seen his skin? What do you mean? It's like wax, man. And have you smelled him? How would I smell him? I have. I passed him in the street. He was out walking with Mary, a pair of loonies. You know what she smells like? Aye, old, even though Mam said she was no age at all. Kind of sickly and sweet. He's worse, man. Yuck! Just imagine being in there with the pair of them. We were walking home from school, passing close by Crazy's house. We looked at the windows, the ancient net curtains there, the silhouette of the Sacred Heart medallion there like in all the Catholic houses. There was white smoke drifting up from the chimney. And he does other stuff in the garden and all, said Geordie. Stuff? So they say... Some days he's out there in Crazy's shed for hours at a time. There's banging and thumping and whimpering and howling. 
Howling? Aye, so they say. Oh, my God, it's mouldy. We stopped quickly. We squeezed into a privet hedge. My heart was thumping. I could hardly breathe. We're safe, said Geordie. He's gone the other way. I peeped out from the hedge. There he was, Martin Mould. Mouldy, heading down to Ewarth. Even from this distance you could see how big he'd got. He seemed bigger every time we saw him. He was already loads bigger than when there'd been the last battle. He and his mates had ambushed us outside the graveyard that day. I remembered Mouldy's massive hands round me throat. I remembered the thump of his winkle-picker boots across me cheek. I remembered his evil eyes, his fierce breath, his vicious spit. Sometimes I woke up in the night from dreams of it all happening again. I waited with Geordie in the hedge and watched and trembled. Mouldy went into the swan. He was only sixteen, but already he drank like a man.